Cybersecurity for federal agencies increasingly is driven by data. A case in point is the executive office of the U.S. attorneys at the Justice Department. It combines data from multiple sources and fuses them to get a total cybersecurity picture. The data sources relate to seven program verticals within the office. I spoke with Greg Hall, the chief information security officer of the U.S. attorneys. He explained, Those program verticals span from our security operations center all the way to forensics and investigations and everything in between, which would include things like our risk management practice our security architecture and engineering practice, our insider threat prevention and detection program, our governance policy and compliance uh, program, as well as uh, what we're referring to as our cybersecurity lines of business, which are actually IT security services that we're delivering to the U.S. Attorney's offices. And so all of the project initiatives, IT initiatives, cyber initiatives that, that we go out and procure and deploy and support within those program verticals, uh, I oversee, and that's what constitutes our cybersecurity portfolio. And these portfolio elements each generate data. And tell us about the data strategy such that you can leverage the data that they all produce to help one another and get a bigger, more accurate, uh, I guess you call it situational awareness for cyber across the office. Yeah, that's exactly it. And so I think everyone today, whether you're in the commercial sector or you're in the government sector, we're all dealing with big data and we're all dealing with large data sets and trying to make sense out of these data sets, try to derive intelligence from these data sets. And so to your point, within each of these program verticals, we're both consumers of information, we're also producers of information. Um, And and so the idea here is to basically take this information, and it's very much like what uh, the IC was doing when they were pulling together what's referred to as the Intelligence Community Information Technology Enterprise. And so they fused these data sets on the back end, and the idea was to connect the dots, right, to derive something intelligible and to take action. Uh, And so it's the same concept here in terms of taking these data sets that are produced within the solutions, the IT security solutions that are deployed within these program verticals, um, and moving that data to a platform on the back end that can store this data, that can index this data, that can organize it, tag it, and make it optim- optimized for searching, for um, for access, and for understanding what's out there, for understanding the relationships, and understanding what's normal activity with with, with respect to this data and how it's uh, transported, how it's accessed, how it's uh, viewed, uh, et cetera. And so, uh, so we're taking these data sets from these different program verticals. We're moving it to a back end. Um, we're developing out that back end for optimization in terms of you know access, analytics, retrieval, et cetera. Um, and then the folks that are taking a look at this data are, are what I'm, uh, what we've called basically our fusion cell. And the fusion cell is comprised of individuals from these different areas, i.e., we've got a pen tester, we've got um, a forensics analyst, we've got a governance policy compliance analyst, we've got um, a security architecture engineering analyst, we've got um, you know other analysts in there that can bring together their view and do the collaboration and understand if there's relationships that um, need to be acted on uh, with regards to the data. If they're seeing things in there that might uh, pose a cybersecurity risk or cybersecurity issue uh, that uh, that we need to investigate further, and then we can take um, uh, either a specific piece of data or we can take uh, you know other other pieces of data that might relate to that and see if there's some relationship that 
uh, might give us some concern and for us to you know, take further action or do additional analysis. So an example, if you take, you know, if you take the Security Operations Center, you know, we deal with thousands of data, you know, data points every day, right? That could deal with something as, uh, as something like unauthorized access or if we've got a denial of service happening or if we've got you know, improper usage on a computer or if we've got a national security information spill. When we have uh, you know, about 10 or 11, 12 different topics that we track within our security operations center, well, there might be something also happening within the forensics and investigations area when we're taking a look at a particular computer and we're doing an image of that particular computer and, and seeing if there's any relationship to what we might be seeing within the any security incidents. You know, there also may be something that uh, might relate to this activity um, on the endpoint itself. And so within the security architecture engineering uh, vertical, we deploy our endpoint protection platform and we're able to detect advanced threats, zero days, those kinds of things, malware. And there may be a relationship between what the security operations center is seeing with that particular incident, what the security architecture engineering folks are seeing with regards to endpoint telemetry data, as well as what we might have seen uh, with regards to forensics. And, and so it's, again, trying to understand the relationship with these data elements and understanding if there's something happening, if there's something, something anomalous out there that we need to investigate further in trying to derive intelligence and understanding if this is a cybersecurity issue that we need to take action on. And is your security operations center a physical place? And then the follow-on to that is you've described a fusion of this with different sets of data and with different types of experts. Is there a physical fusion center or is that more of a virtual construct? Uh, yes and yes. So it's actually, if they're both physical. So our security operations center is physical. It's actually co-located with our network operations center in South Carolina, which is our primary data center. So we, uh, we're also part of the department's uh, core enterprise facilities that's part of the data center consolidation effort. So there are uh, effectively you know, three primary data centers, and that would be the one in Pocatello, uh, which is one of the core enterprise facilities, the one in uh, Clarksburg, um, and then the our primary data center, which is in South Carolina. And so um, our SOC is there, and they're able to work with the network operations centers, and there's a lot of synergy, a lot of transparency by doing that, by having these teams co-located and being able to understand what folks might be seeing on the network relative to operational uh, activities and then taking that and, and kind of correlating that to what our security folks are seeing and understanding if there's any relationships that need to be further investigated. Uh, with regards to the fusion cell, that's actually up here in Washington, D.C. Uh, it's a subset of the SOC, and it's actually what I'm uh, referring to as a higher tier of skills um, that, are, uh, that, are, uh, that are here, and these folks are able to do uh, – higher levels of analysis and investigation. They're able to do threat hunting and, and those types of maybe what you refer to as tier two, tier three type activities within a security operations center. But we've specifically codified it as a fusion center because of the, of the idea of bringing together different people from different program verticals that provide unique uh, perspectives that bring together um, a unique uh, um, uh, understanding of their specific data sets, and then they can collaborate and have these discussions uh, as it relates to uh, these data sets being aggregated and then trying to do analytics to understand, you know, again, the relationships and, and what's happening out there with our, you know, within our U.S. attorney's environments. And with respect to the Homeland Security Department and its CDM and continuous monitoring programs, how does all of this relate to those government-wide efforts? Well, it's interesting, you know, that uh, DHS just released a new contract, right, a very large contract to have uh, new dashboards built out 
uh, within uh, the department, we have our own uh, dashboard. It's referred to as the Security Posture Dashboard Report. This comes out uh, weekly every Monday. The CIO and myself take a look at this. It has uh, a number of metrics that are tracked uh, within this dashboard, everything from secure configuration management to antivirus updates to uh, you know, unauthorized software or unsupported or end-of-life software, et cetera. And so all of these things give us an idea of what our cybersecurity risk posture is, um, and then we're able to collaborate with, uh, you know, with the department uh, and the Justice Management Division or other components relative to what we're seeing. Uh, that also goes all the way down to the U.S. Attorney's offices. So each of them have their own dashboard, which has uh, effectively nine different views. And then those uh, U.S. Attorney's offices and their IT staff uh, review this on a regular basis um, and, and can understand what's specifically happening within their environment. We've also uh, initiated a, a cybersecurity uh, risk management campaign. Uh, based on uh, the data that we're seeing and as well as other specific factors like uh, having you know, an SCCM agent or a, a McAfee agent or a BigFix agent on there that are key to providing you know, telemetry data for us and, 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 and really understanding um, you know, what, risks, what risks exist today within uh, you know, devices that, um, that are on our network or possibly haven't been connected to our network in a while, and then we're able to take action to uh, quarantine these devices until they become compliant. Greg Hall is Chief Information Security Officer of the Executive Office of the U.S. Attorneys at the Justice Department. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.